It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Welcome to another Plan with Dan podcast. Thanks for clicking on us. I'm Steve Gramsci with Dan Betzel of Betzel Wealth Advisors. He is the founder, and we today are going to be answering questions that you're posing in the mailbag. So we'll spend a few minutes doing that, and uh, let's see uh, how they resonate with you, our listener. So, Dan, uh, welcome back. Uh, nice to have you along. Anything uh, great happening in your life? No, Steve, it's um, been a great week, and I'm, I'm looking out the window of my office right now, and the trees are turning. It's I think it's going to be a beautiful fall. It is. And uh, let's move on to the mailbag now and reach in and see who is asking Dan Betzel the questions. Great. Sophia is here from uh, Worthington, and she has uh, written, I haven't bought any long-term care insurance because my assumption is that by the time I need nursing home care, I will have gotten a sizable inheritance from my parents. So Sophia wants to know, and her question to you, Dan, is, is that a bad plan? Well, Sophia, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to write in the question. And I really admire the question. I think you're you're thinking really well and you're asking the really proper question. So I can't give you an answer, a definitive answer here, you know, over the radio, but I can give you some things to think about. So when it comes to long-term care, long-term care insurance, I mean, you are spot on. I mean, one of the five integral parts of any holistic financial plan is going to be how do we manage that risk in our life? And of course, for each of us, you know, long-term care is is a very significant risk. So I know you said that your the assumption is that you're going to be receiving a sizable inheritance from your from your parents, and I, I hope that does occur. And it may be so large that you can just choose to self-pay. That's one of your options. I think there are basically you know three ways you can approach this is- issue. Do I want to self-pay? And hopefully you'll be in the situation where you'll be able to. Or you could purchase a traditional long-term care. Now, a lot of people, you know, they're not comfortable doing that because they think, you know, well, if I never go to the long-term care facility, then I've wasted my money. Well, it's kind of like your car insurance and or your home insurance. You know, you are insuring against a possible risk, a risk that you that you really hope doesn't happen. But if your house doesn't burn down, you're not upset about that. You're just like, wow, I'm really fortunate that my house didn't burn down, but I'm also glad I had the insurance. But there might be even a third way you could look at this. So in the last several years, we've had these hybrid you know, insurance policies that have hit the market. And what they are is they're life insurance policies that allow you as the insured to access a significant portion of that life insurance policy in the event you're in the long-term care facility. And why is that good for you? Well, if you do go to the long-term care facility, you have some uh, insurance to offset or even pay for those costs. But if you never use it, then the life insurance policy will pay to your heirs. So yeah, great question. I don't know the answer for sure for you, but explore it, sit down with your advisor, talk about these issues, and then make sure that you make the best decision based on all the information that's available to you. So good luck, and thanks again for writing, Sophia. Our next question comes from Roland in Columbus. With my pension, I can get $3,500 a month, but my wife gets nothing when I die, or I can take $2,900 a month, but she'll continue to get all of it after I'm gone. So which is better. Well, Roland, thank you so much for uh, a great question. And as I was listening to the question, I had this uh, flashback to my last year of law school. There's a law called ERISA, 
E-R-I-S-A, and it stands for the Employee Retirement Income Security Act. Now, in law school, we had a different name for it. We called it, you know, every retarded idea since Adam. And, and that's, really not, that's really not fair, <laughs> but, it's, but it's actually a very, very powerful law. And the law was put into place because what would happen very, very often is exactly the scenario that you're describing. A husband in the traditional working world, it was the husband who was getting the pension and the wife who was at home. I know that's not necessarily the case today, but the husband would maybe not fully understand the implications of his choice, and he would make a choice for his pension because he would be getting more money. He would often predecease the wife, and the wife wouldn't receive anything. So this ERISA law, you know, the um, Employee Retirement Income Security Act, it came into place to protect, you know, the non-working spouse. But your question, I mean, you you do see the issues, and so that's fantastic. So um, I would just, I, I can't answer the question definitively for you, but for most people, it's better to take the slightly reduced amount, the $2,900, in order to make sure that the spouse is taken care of. But your situation may be unique. Perhaps there is sufficient money. Maybe your spouse is also going to receive a, a very significant pension. Or maybe you want to take that $600 difference between the $3,500 and the $2,900. You might want to purchase a very large insurance policy to pay your wife when you pass away. So I really applaud your question. It's a great question. But like so many things in financial planning, it's not an easy one to answer, but it does beg the issue that I think you need to take your question and meet with um, someone who's competent, a financial planner who's going to be able to spell out all these choices for you so that you and your wife can make the very best decision for the two of you. So great question. I wish you the best, and I, I, I know you'll be able to find the proper answer for you and your family. Got a much better chance of making a good decision after that explanation. Thank you, and Roland, I'm, I'm sure you agree. We've got uh, time for one more from the mailbag today in our Plan with Dan podcast from Miranda in Westerville. Miranda writes, I recently met with a financial advisor who didn't seem to want to give me any actual advice until I moved my money over to his company. But I don't want to move money over until I have a better understanding of what he's doing with it. But maybe I'm overthinking it. Is this the common approach? Uh, Miranda, that's a, a great question. And um, I'm always a bit hesitant to maybe want to critique somebody else's business model or how they do business. So I would like to share with you what I think is the, a prudent way for you to think about financial planning. And my financial planning is should be holistic. You know, there are five distinct phases of it. And, and one important stage is what you're asking about. It's about your portfolio management. In my office, we have a, a three-stage process. That usually means there are at least three meetings. Sometimes there could be more, but there's at least three. The first meeting is, I call it the consultation meeting. You sit down with the advisor, the advisor gets to know you, you get to know the advisor, and you talk about you know the various aspects of holistic financial planning. And then if that's a good fit at the end of that meeting, which should last probably an hour, maybe 90 minutes max, if it's a good fit, and you're comfortable, and the advisor's comfortable, then at that point, I think the advisor would ask you to share with him or her, you know, your assets and the extent of your assets. And then the second meeting would be when you're going to create the plan together. So a week or so after the first meeting, you get together again, and the advisor has had an opportunity to analyze your current situation. And I view that as a co-teaching meeting. So the advisor is teaching you about how he is interpreting or looking at your particular portfolio, and you're teaching the advisor 
you know, what your hopes and dreams and what's your risk tolerance and, and what you want to accomplish, you know, with the, with this portfolio. And so that would be step two. So number one is consult. Number two is to create the plan together. And then the third meeting, when you get back together for the third time, any questions would be answered and you're going to then consider the plan and put the plan into action. So there's the consultation, the creation and the consideration phases. So I really can't speak directly to how the other advisor is suggesting that you proceed. I'm, I'll share with you how I do it. And certainly I would not I would not want to take anyone's money until we had a very, very clear plan what you want to have uh, occur with that money. So I'd encourage you to keep looking and find someone that you're very, very comfortable with that's going to have a strategy or a plan or a process that is going to meet your needs. So good luck, and I wish you the best, Miranda. And Miranda, you should know that in listening to Dan Betzel today, you are hearing a registered financial consultant, and he's got almost two decades of experience in financial planning. And if you would uh, like to reach Dan... What's the best way to do that, sir? Feel free to go to my website. You have all kinds of uh, materials you can download, learn more about me and my investment philosophy. I have videos. I have workshops. I have uh, a booklet about tax-free retirement. You can also email me, dan at betzelwealthadvisors.com, or you can reach me on my direct line to my office, 614-648-0326. 614-648-0326. 0326 that bypasses the receptionist comes right to my desk wow really going to the top of the food chain that's neat (laughs) well we're about out of time it's been another good plan with dan podcast uh mr betzel i thank you so much for your expertise and your coaching today thank you steve have a great week till next time thank you for joining us i'm steve gramsley for dan betzel don't forget it's important to plan with dan Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.